Hello there. Welcome once again to another episode of CCWE Chit Chat with Ex-Transgender Pastor. And I have my friend all the way uh, from the US, Austin Benton. And I'll allow Austin to just do a little introduction so that it comes from himself. Austin, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, uh, I'm Austin. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I'm really excited. Um, I've seen a few of your uh, previous videos and they're they're amazing. And um, yeah, my name is Austin. I'm 41. I started transitioning when I was 19 in the year 2002-ish. Um, I transitioned under the Harry Benjamin standards of care. I was an effeminate young gay boy um, and grew up in the South, very homophobic culture. Um, and I really think that I that the reason why I, I uh, latched onto the idea of transitioning was sort of to escape homophobia. Um, in hindsight, you know, it's looking back. But um, I lived my life for 22 years as a transgender woman. I was very passable. I, you know, thought that that was the life that God intended for me. But all it did was lead me into uh, self destruction and and a lot of darkness. So God delivered me from that from back in 2020, and He's been working on me the last few years to sort of leave that transgender ideology and identity behind and find a new identity in Him. So that's so, about where I'm at. Fantastic. Great introduction. Austin, I'm just interested to quickly tell us that how did you meet Christ and how did that happen? Uh, tell us your background in the area of your spirituality. Sure. Yeah, I actually I grew up Christian. Um, I grew up in a, a house that, um, you know, my grandparents, my grandma went to church. My other grandparents, they they watched church on television more. They they were kind of more antisocial, but they watched a lot of like uh, Jim and Tammy and the Crouch, you know, like a lot of TV church. But um, when when I was five, my mom died, and I I processed her entire death under the concept that I would get to see her again in heaven. You know that she was in a safe place. She was in a happy place. She was with God, and it was all good. And that I would get to be there one day too. And then uh, I started going to a Christian school in the Assemblies of God and uh, in the seventh grade. And that, then I sort of went from just sort of, you know, casual Christianity to like evangelical um, Pentecostalism. And I, my whole, like I started developing same-sex attraction in and, and puberty. And I was like, well, this is going to keep me from going to heaven. This is going to keep me from seeing my mom, you know, and I really struggled with that. And then later on in my late teens, early 20s, I really attached onto transgenderism, thinking that this was like, oh, this is a medical solution. This is a medical issue. You know, God doesn't make mistakes, but maybe this is what he intended for me. And I followed that, but all it did was like lead me into like, you know, denigration. It led me into prostitution. It led me into drugs. It led me into sex addiction. It led me into all kinds of terrible things. And then um, in the pandemic in 2020, I was just, I had had bottom surgery a couple years before that, and I felt like that 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 lie was made flesh the moment that I realized, oh my God, I've made a terrible mistake. Bottom surgery was not the solution. It, it's it's a monstrous a monstrous thing, and I was very suicidal. And in the pandemic, when everybody was going crazy, I spent a lot of my time camping and I spent a lot of my time outdoors. And I brought a Bible with me and I read the red letters and I was trying to make sense of things and praying and talking to God. And um, I got saved on a mountaintop. I felt just the spirit of God speak to me and comfort me in a moment where I was so ready to pull the trigger. And uh, 
you know, from then on, it has just been like a process of submitting to him instead of my own will, you know, and saying like, well, is that God's plan for me or is that my earthly desire? And um, I thought surely for the longest time, God, you know, made, let me go down this transition pathway as part of, you know, prodigal coming home to him. And I thought I could stay transgender. I thought I could continue to like identify as such, but I just, the more I got deeper into the scripture, the more I got deeper into building a relationship with God, I felt like he was saying like, listen, this is not my plan for you. You know, you have to, you have to restore yourself. You have to let me restore you. Um, you have to detransition, you know, and I had already detransitioned for a couple years in my late twenties, uh, secularly. I felt like transition might not have been the solution, but I retransitioned because all my friends were trans and they told me, you know, like you have internalized transphobia and trans misogyny. So I believed that, but, you know, I know in all the crazy, you know, drug dens and like, you know, ho hotel rooms that I went to doing, you know, prostitution. I know that God was with me that entire time. I was never truly alone. And he kept, kept coming after me with friends and people and, um, and, you know, random radio stations driving through the country on a road trip, you turn to the radio and boom, there's God talking to you, you know? And so I know he was always with me. And in, in 2020, I felt like he was really just shaking my entire life up. Um, wow. Such a powerful testimony. And you are li you are living evidence and truth that Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Amen. Amen. And you are you can testify that all of living in living the world as a transgender person and doing the things that you did did not satisfy you, right? And uh, can you tell us where you are right now spiritually? In, how's your relationship with Jesus Christ? You want to tell us how how excited you are and what's new and what's what God is doing in your life currently in the, at this point of time? Can you share that with us? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Things are, things are very good. You know, I, um, I had kind of a rough summer. Um, it, it was just, you know, a lot of, um, cause I decided like I, I, I came out, you know, out of the closet of saying, I'm going to detransition back in like March, April around Pentecost. And that process has been kind of slow, you Sorry. know, so which, which, this year, this year, th this year. Yeah. Okay. 2023. Okay. That's when I like made public. I went out, started going on TikTok and talking about this stuff and said, you know, okay, I don't think this is the plan for me. I think I'm going to just like submit to God's plan and see what happens. And I had already stopped taking estrogen like six months before that, just feeling like I want to see what my body does on its own. You know, now I already had bottom surgery. So my body needs a, a synthetic hormone from, you know, the doctor to function. And estrogen just like wasn't really the solution, but, but, um, over that, that summer when I got on testosterone, I, I just felt like certain things were coming back to life in my body, in my brain, in my spirit, you know, and I realized, yeah, you know, my body, God created my body to be male XY chromosome, and it needs a special hormone that he created and designed for me specifically. And by by like negating that and and using the opposite all i was doing was harming myself you know and and even i feel like causing a spiritual um like stagnant stagnation you know mm -hmm. because i i just never really felt um as alive as i do now on testosterone you know and 
you know, I go to church pretty often. I, my, my home church that I've been going to, uh, that I got baptized in, they haven't really been meeting in person. There's some issues. I'm not really sure what's going on, but I felt like that has, that's been God giving me the opportunity to explore other churches. And I've been to a few. And, uh, just earlier this week, uh, a friend of mine who's a pastor is now going to be taking his mobile ministry into a brick and mortar location um, at an established church that kind of has some dwindling numbers. And he asked me if I would come and serve the church, um, you know, so I'm not sure what that is going to like entail, but um, it's a missionary based church. So outreach is really important. And uh, I feel like that's what God's been speaking to me specifically to do to outreach, you know, and it's right next to a college campus, a very, very liberal college campus. Um, and I just, I feel like that's, you know, God's just connecting all these dots. So once you stop living for the self, he's going to make things happen. And um, I'm excited. You know, I, I never want to say like, oh, my relationship with God is perfect because I'm a human. But it's very exciting, you know, very exciting time. I don't think that anyone can reach to a point of having a perfect relationship while we're still in this flesh. It's a journey. You know, I just preached a sermon last Sunday entitled Journey of Sanctification. The sanctification is, yeah, it's a lifelong process until we see Jesus face to face. Yeah, let's talk about family. I mean, do you have family like uh, parents, siblings? Uh, and what's your relationship like with them? Are they supportive? Are they distant? Uh, I know you mentioned your mom passed away when you were very young. What about dad mm -hmm. and, and the rest? 